You're listening to Song Exploder, where musicians take apart their songs and piece by piece tell the story of how they were made. I'm Rishikesh Hirway. Guapale is a singer-songwriter from the Bay Area. She released her first album in 2001. Since then, she's released five more albums and collaborated with Snoop Dogg. In 2017, on her album Dream Seeker, she put out the song Stand. It was written in the wake of the shooting death of Oscar Grant, a 22-year-old black man who was shot and killed while unarmed and handcuffed on a subway platform by a Bay Area rapid transit police officer. The shooting took place in 2009. Coming up, Guapale explains why it took eight years for her to finish the song. My name is Guapale. I first started working on this song in 09. Oscar Grant had just been murdered by the BART police in Oakland. And Oscar Grant seemed like a younger person I would know. It could have been someone that was like a nephew or a cousin. He wasn't an activist. He wasn't involved in anything super crazy on the streets. He was like a regular young guy hanging out with his friends. And so it it was very tangible and relatable and an obvious threat of like, this could be anybody. I think it was just a wake-up call of how close to home the brutality and profiling is. There were these rallies going on in downtown Oakland, and our studio was in West Oakland, like really close to that. For me growing up in Oakland and Berkeley, it's a place where going to marches can be as common as going to concerts. And a lot of times when you go to a march, there's going to also be you know, a local hip hop artist and maybe a singer, and it's going to be like a community gathering. So I feel like it's always been expected of me to say something in my music. I mean, I feel like I've probably been more commercial and straight ahead than I would have expected myself to be when I was a teenager, first thinking of making this a career. And I wanted to say something, but just felt like I needed to hold tight and get my thoughts together. And so I kind of sat a while with the lyrics. And just stand up for something. Don't fall back for nothing. If we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything. And when this song first started coming together, I remember a beat that Dan Electric did. Dan Electric is a producer out of the Bay Area. It started out kind of retro, kind of like 80s. It was a four-bar loop just from a preset that we had on a keyboard in the studio. I started singing that melody that just stand up over the music. Just stand up for something. Don't fall back for nothing. We don't stand for something. We'll but there was something that I felt like didn't translate all the way. 
when I first started it out. Not that I wanted it to sound so serious because the lyrics are so serious. I wanted it to have a balance where you'd feel uplifted, but also touched and like motivated to get up and stand up and do something. So it just kind of sat in a group with so many songs that I've started that I'm waiting to finish. And it's not often that I'll start writing a song one year and then so many years later come back to finish it and put it out. But the climate of what has been going on leading into 2017 where I feel like so many of us are under attack and just so encouraged to be numb and dumbed down and depressed. It was like, okay, now's the time to to put this out. And maybe I waited for a reason. So I listened to the song. I was like, these lyrics still make sense, but how can we update the production a little bit? At the end of the day, I want my songs to come together and feel effortless. It wasn't effortless doing this one, though. You know, I worked with a few different producers to get to the version that I have now. I mean, you don't know how many times I sung this song, honestly. And I was like singing it over with different emotion to see if, you know, that would work. I just kept trying different things wondering like, am I tripping? Maybe this song is, you know, something I did, but it's not worth people hearing if since it's like not coming together easily. But the lyrics and the story were always there. So I trusted in that, you know, if we could just get the music and my performance to feel right. So... Bedrock, a producer that I've worked with for years, wanted to take a stab at at producing it. So he was like, re-sing it, you know, more laid back. Catch me if you can't understand, it's a new day. Life is real, but we still gotta get paid. Then he started laying some other chords on it. Put your picture in a frame. It's time to step into this double dutch game. That's a Juno. When he started playing that, I felt an emotional connection and it kind of has like a nostalgic feel. And I always like a little vintage keyboard sound combined with something modern. I think it's the part of me that feels rooted in soul music. I just like to have something that feels organic or analogy to balance out or have a juxtaposition to more modern program drums. And then we went to this home studio with Raphael Sadiq's nephew, Jaden Wiggins, who played guitar. It's very different. And I was wondering, like, would it still have energy, though? 
And I also, I mean, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but I also wanted to have this resonate with younger people. It's embarrassing because I always feel like I shouldn't care. Like, if anyone likes my music, that's cool. And I never want to feel like I'm trying for a certain audience. But it was definitely a goal to tap into some new energy. So it was interesting that this was like a couple younger guys that were starting to play on it and it was feeling more mellow, but I was like, are they feeling this? And it didn't sound like a song to me yet, but it sounded like something new. We sent it off to a keyboard player that plays in my band a lot, Dave Jackson. He added three different layers, organ and a couple different keyboard sounds. Bedrock added a breakdown where you can hear like a crowd of kids yelling and playing. I like that they just sound like they're living. There's like this life before anyone's taking away our power or our joy. You know, I was a new mother when I was writing the song, and I felt a little bit corny because I felt like I was kind of like rap singing. I'm a mama freedom fighter, I'm a queen. It was a little different for me to sing more fast-paced and like a rapper, but I just kind of wanted to say it out who I am and feel like a badass, but also just feel like an ordinary human. I mean, just like as a mom, just as a person in this world, this is what I don't want to see out there. Speak up and tell me what it means. Meanwhile, justice keeps on fading away. So I hoped it would be empowering for other people as each person kind of figures out who they are in their own life or their position in the community. I was really adamant that I wanted the choruses to have a crowd voice. I didn't want it just as a woman's voice. I wanted it to feel like I could sing this at a rally. Not like I perform at a lot of rallies, but early on, that's one of the places I started and I wanted it to feel like a movement. So, I mean, we had the engineer in there. We had some people that would consider themselves singers, some people that wouldn't, that just added to the crowd. If we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything. So when we were mixing the song, it was longer, and it kind of faded out with the music. The vocals were already over, and it just felt anticlimactic to me. The point of it is to feel like there's a crowd and you're part of something. And so I wanted it to end a cappella for that to be the last impression. You hear these voices together, men and women. Just stand up for something. Oh, if we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything. And now here's Stand by Guapale in its entirety. 
links to buy this track and to learn more about Guapale and about the shooting of Oscar Grant, visit songexploder.net. Song Exploder is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Song Exploder is produced by me, along with Christian Coons. Special thanks this episode to Colin Stark. Song Exploder is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, a curated network of extraordinary, cutting-edge podcasts made possible by the Knight Foundation and by listeners like you. Learn more at radiotopia.fm. Next time on Song Exploder, Slow Dive. You can find Song Exploder on Twitter, 
Facebook, and Instagram at Song Exploder. And you can find all the past and future episodes of the show at songexploder.net or wherever you download podcasts. My name is Rishi K. Shearway. Thanks for listening. I'm excited to tell you about a brand new show from Radiotopia called The Recipe. It's hosted by J. Kenji Lopez-Alt and Deb Perlman. You might know Kenji from Serious Eats and all his incredible food wisdom. He's also the author of the cookbooks The Food Lab and The Walk, both of which are New York Times bestsellers. Deb is the creator of the extremely popular recipe website, Smitten Kitchen. She's a self-taught home cook and cookbook author. And on this new show, Deb and Kenji will do a deep dive into the techniques and ingredients behind some of the most popular go-to dishes. Look for the recipe wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes start February 26th.